0: church boys hello new
1: zealand (laughs) zimbabwe too right well we we were were off the we were owning we
0: fell out of favor with zimbabwe we owned zimbabwe last week this week we own new zealand i
1: well and and we i have no we
2: and america a
1: little bit yeah we're kind of
2: we are number
1: 57
2: in the country boom this great country that we live in called america in news commentary shows. That's a big deal. It actually is kind of
0: wild. Yeah. That's uh, makes you think that's there's, there's gotta ridiculous. be something there's gotta be something wrong
1: with the system. Like I'm it, starting yeah. to wonder how many The Russians are involved it's
2: of Billy's mom's friends are now listening to the show by so her now, talking
1: us up. Is this is this a thing? It could be a thing. Maybe maybe like we were tweeted by someone, maybe like Trump or something. We just didn't catch it. I don't know. Maybe he saw Abby Johnson was on our show and he tweeted it. That'd be awesome.
0: so, so yeah so hello New Zealand. Good eye. Uh, I, I don't know what else. I we have here's, here's the crazy thing. We so have weird. we keep seeing ourselves charting on these on these websites and we're, we're flummoxed by it for two reasons. One, this is a stupid show. There is no reason <laughs> for it to be doing well. The other is we don't have access to any of our numbers. We can't get
1: the data. It is. No, we have no idea. We're, we're no assuming clue.
2: that it's in the millions, though. We're gonna go with that. That's advertisers. I think so. Millions of listeners. Millions. We have great ratings. So if you're I wanting mean, a, ratings, yeah. If you're yeah. wanting to
0: sponsor a, if you're wanting to sponsor a, a, a stupid podcast that seems to do well internationally, uh, we're the place for
1: you. So you know we're beating the Heritage Foundation this week. We're beating Joe Walsh. We're beating the Washington Post (laughs) live. By the way, I I love every second of it. You know those guys are sitting around going, "What is going on? These idiots!
2: Who are these fools? (laughs) Elvis,
0: Elvis, and the two fatties. We know what is. Why are (laughs) they doing well? The two
2: fatties.
0: (laughs) Wait, wait, I gotta write that down. I am kind of stuck in the
2: middle this week, aren't I? Uh, You are. uh, Elvis and the two. I can't.
1: Well. Can we address the lunatic in the room today? And I'm not just actually Chris. before, before, yes, Chris, <laughs> I actually heard this rumor that there's a little girl who we know and love turning 45 tomorrow. Oh. Chris is huh? turning 45 huh? years old. That, four, five, that almost pushing 50. See all that gray in the beard right there, right there. Yeah. I, I feel the... like you just turned 40. How could you be 45? Well,
0: I, I turned two years for every year. Because it's like a my, dog my, i don't my, even know my children and my wife are killing literally killing me <laughs>
1: well i mean i heard from your wife who gave me permission to did. embarrass you however i so choose so as if we need it i mean <laughs> like i just you had need this remote one of my eyes didn't open i think that's like when you're overtired it's called it that i had like a gangly eye now, um, but Billy? that's what what how old, how are old, are old am i i'm 36 Man, you still got I'll, four I'll more be 30, years. I'll be 37 though in a month. So, okay. 37
0: was a
2: great age. You four know? more years.
1: That's uh, yeah, that's a nice four chance. more years. Hey. Is that your Trump yeah. chant? Yeah, that's my Trump <laughs>
2: chant today. <so. laughs>
1: oh my gosh. So, Chris is turning 45, and Nancy Pelosi doesn't want 45 to go to any debates. This is oh, true. There you go. That's a good little segue there, Bill. Yeah? that was yeah, very was. clever. Look, look at that. All right, Nancy, so, can we just talk? I almost called her Nancy Grace. Can we just talk about Nancy Pelosi? Just play the audio. I don't even want to audio. talk okay, about so it. play the, the audio.
0: So But what's the big, what's before, let's introduce this. She came out today, Thursday, the 27th and said that Trump, that Biden shouldn't debate Trump. Now, anybody who hears someone say Biden should, shouldn't debate Trump, what are you going
1: to automatically assume? What would be the reason for that? I I would assume his batteries need to be charged. Right. He is unable the to go not long enough, you know, those exactly. kind of He's
0: kind of he's going to have multiple gaps. He might even collapse on stage. Who knows what in the world Joe Biden will say if unleashed free for all on a on a on a debate stage.
1: Well, no Especially one's ever made a ventriloquist dummy so large before. So I think they're worried about the logistics exactly. of being able to move it right. about.
0: Well, you can't move Kamala, Kamala can't be on stage with him, you know moving them around so no so no. this should but, be busy
1: at a Planned Parenthood gal I'm oh, sure
0: speaking of Planned Parenthood we got a special guest coming back on this week um we do and I think we can credit her for at least some of our success this week uh, I don't know about the the uh the n- the uh New Zealand success but maybe some of the rest of the stuff we've been seeing. probably
1: I feel like there's got to be a lot of pro-lifers I'd like out to Zealand think
2: world. the foreign numbers are us that's the world like I live in.
1: But yeah. we haven't addressed one issue that anybody in another country would care about. We haven't okay. addressed we haven't one addressed issue. that an issue a person in this country would care about. His age,
2: <laughs> my Elvis shirt. I mean, this is this is very popular stuff in other oh, countries. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's like, play, dress let's, up let's up. play this Nancy. Yeah, okay, play so, audio. Play so here's audio.
0: Nancy's reason for not wanting Biden to debate. Play.
3: Don't tell anybody I told you this. I don't <laughs> think that there should be any debates. I do not think that the President of the United States has comported himself in a way that anybody should, and has any association with truth, evidence, data and facts. I wouldn't legitimize a conversation with him, nor a debate in terms of the presidency of the United States. I thought what he did in the uh, 2016 was disgraceful stalking Hillary Clinton like that. I was disappointed (laughs) that the press didn't say, go back to your station. You're not here. You're not on this stage. You you have your own podium. She has hers. So I I think that he'll probably act in a way that is beneath the dignity of the presidency. He does that every day. Uh, But I think he will also belittle what the debates are supposed to be about. And his shall we say weight group had the, what is morbidly obese they say
1: i just add, i added that one because that's my
3: favorite uh, because Nancy
1: that was classy um, <laughs> i just i have to say here there were no podiums during that debate wasn't that the one wasn't that the forum yes. where they were roaming around well, they, chairs. A they yes. had they
0: had they had chairs and and there's pictures of trump like leaning on his chair standing up and leaning on his chair and then yep. walking around he did circle
2: when I'm on the phone. I mean, I think that that's uh, totally fair. But I, I do give her yeah. points though for using yeah. the word uh what was it, comported? I think yes. that, that is like yeah, she also I mean
0: it wasn't in this it wasn't point. in this clip, but she also mentioned at least twice skullduggery
1: oh wow who is what is wrong with it first of all there's no world in which nobody wants joe biden on that side you don't want joe biden to debate because you're afraid of what is going to come out of his mouth what sort of pig Second. latin rant he's going to go on and he's going to lose the election for himself by debate one right. so that, the, how that's how much
2: chocolate ice cream does she have to eat to use words <laughs> like that that's what i want to know and she
0: so and, and then well the, the crazy thing was and we got to get the show started because we have a special guest. We have to wheel in here in a minute.
1: I think she's even like waiting. Okay, to come so in, we will get planning. her
0: on. Let her know we're going to play a clip from her speech as well. But we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But I, I noticed that, and it's not in this clip because it's just too long, but at the end of her little spiel to the press, she's saying, you guys need to ask questions. Why weren't you... Pressuring him not to be stalking Hillary Clinton when he did this before, so she's laying the blame on the press, trying to guilt them into being on her side about we shouldn't have debates, right? She says what you guys is should she do... afraid
1: he's going to stalk Joe Biden? I don't understand. I do. I... She and wait a you're a minute. trying to apply logic like...
0: and reason to Nancy yeah. Pelosi. It's a mess. So she it, she says, she goes on. She says to the she says to the press what you should do is each of these guys. You ask them their questions; they can get back to you in time, and they can tell you their plans on these various things. You guys hold them accountable, and they can answer in whatever forum or venue they choose. So, you know, Trump's going to go live with a teleprompter. Right. So, so Trump's going to go to a rally with his base. Oh, oh crap! All Trump's going to go to a rally with his base, and Joe Biden's going to be, you know, in his basement. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello from the sublime. But mostly ridiculous. Billy
2: Hallowell. Hey, does this suit make me look fat?
3: (sighs) It's not what he said, you ignorant wretch. Chris Field.
2: Fat guy in little coat. Let me tell you why I suck.
1: Lucas Miles. I want you to forget what you saw here today. Aw,
4: I've interrupted happy time.
1: The Church Boys. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I hate these guys. So we are back here now with we're actually starting the show rather with an exciting guest. We actually had her on last week. But before we bring Abby Johnson back, because we've got to talk about this epic speech that she gave at the RNC. um, Let's listen to a little bit of it
5: and margaret Sanger was a racist who believed in eugenics her goal when founding planned parenthood was to eradicate the minority population today almost 80 percent of planned parenthood abortion facilities are strategically located in minority neighborhoods and every year Planned Parenthood celebrates its racist roots by presenting the Margaret Sanger Award. I was expected to sell double the abortions performed the previous year. When I pushed back underscoring Planned Parenthood's public-facing goal of decreasing abortions, I was reprimanded and told, abortion is how we make our money. But the tipping point came a month later when a physician asked me to assist with an ultrasound-guided abortion. Nothing prepared me for what I saw on the screen. An unborn baby fighting back, desperate to move away from the suction. And I'll never forget what the doctor said next. Beam me up, Scotty. The last thing I saw was a spine twirling around in the mother's womb before succumbing to the force of the suction. For most people who consider themselves pro-life, abortion is abstract. They can't even conceive of the barbarity. They don't know about the products of conception room and abortion clinics, where infant corpses are pieced back together to ensure nothing remains in the mother's wombs, or that we joked And called it the Pieces of Children room. You see, for me, abortion is real. I know what it sounds like. I I know what abortion smells like. Did you know abortion even had a
3: smell?
0: So if you were paying attention this week and you watched the Republican convention this week, and especially Tuesday, that's what you heard. For the first time for millions of Americans— they heard some of the ugly truths about abortion because of this lady right here on your screen this woman she came out guns a blazing and i think i hope changed some hearts and minds in america well let's i think she deserves a round of applause
5: oh, thank, you. thank you thank you thank you
1: you've got to be Abby, exhausted doing? this week you've you've had quite the week
5: i'm so freaking week. tired i'm so I, tired yeah.
1: I'm just glad you
2: got out of the Walmart parking lot. We were worried about you last time. I think you are in your car. And uh, we're glad to see you made it home. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, yeah.
1: So what is the reaction? Be- I mean, this speech was... Ev- immediately, it was everywhere. And we knew it was going to be a big deal. I mean, it was everywhere. And everybody had an opinion. They had something to say about it. So what has it been like for you the last couple of days?
5: I mean... You know, it's been... I mean... Hmm. It's been good. I mean, people. Uh, it. You know, it's. It's really taken off. You know. I mean, I've had. I mean, first of all, uh, President Trump tweeted out. So that was really well, actually that was. Se-
0: second of all, first of all, you came on this show. First yeah, I, mean, of all, yes, I mean, you're going to be first excited all, about something. It's going to. Be I bad. came on
5: this show twice. <laughs> second of all, um president trump tweeted out so i that was that was really the whole reason i did it um was to see if he would tweet it out um <laughs> no i'm just kidding but i uh, you know i i mean the reaction has been great i mean I, I woke up the next morning from my three-hour nap um just like i mean hundreds and hundreds of messages half of them telling me i was scum And the other half telling me like, you're going to be the reason I'm voting for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Like I was on the fence. I wasn't sure I was going to vote third party. I wasn't going to vote at all. I didn't know abortion had a smell. Like I had no idea abortion, you know, was like that. I I didn't know. I think, you know, I just think that, I think that, you know, when you're pro-life and you're sort of in this and people just think, like, everybody knows what abortion is. Like, of course, everybody knows what abortion is. But the reality is that a lot of people don't.
1: Mm-hmm. Or they and, don't want to know. They don't even right. want to know. Or they don't want to know. Yeah, You yeah.
5: know, or it's just never been, like, really brought to their attention. They just never really thought about it. And so now, like, everybody everybody knows now. Everybody that was, you know, listening or watching it. So um, there were a lot of people who were um, saying, I had a lot of messages from people who were like, I've been solidly pro-choice my whole life and I just heard your talk and I will never support abortion again. Hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, that's amazing.
0: Well, that's why you were, that's really why you were doing it. I mean, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's it. You hope that it helps Trump, but really the reason you're doing it is you want to change hearts and minds about this issue.
5: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's about conversion, right? Right. I mean, that's, that's the whole point.
1: So, did you, so you mentioned some of the people were telling you you were scum. Um, how intense was that blowback? Because the media, and I'm sure you know this, they started and they, and they started trying to dig things up, trying to find things on you. And then after you gave the speech, the narrative turned to, oh, well, we can't trust Abby's story. Right. So they, they went with that narrative. So how did that translate into some of those responses?
5: I mean, I've got black lives matter up my butt right now. Um, you know, because I'm a huge racist. Um, Fair, big time. Um, and then. Uh, so I've got them up my butt and then uh, and then I have all these women coming after me because apparently I don't want women to vote. Um,
1: yeah, well, I saw I that them, story. I, I didn't even re- I didn't even understand where that it's one was coming so bizarre. From. Yeah, so, I
5: told them. I was like, look. I used to get drunk a lot in college and if you really dig hard enough, there's probably some pictures of me like up rowdy like on a dancing on a table or something. <laughs> so just keep digging. you'll really find. If you really want some crap on me like you'll find it. Um,
0: any any emails about your eyebrows?
5: yes
2: did you get some more oh
5: good of course so, i got emails about i don't my get this that's the people? only guy
2: on the podcast that gets his eyebrows waxed i thought they were on point i'm just I gonna say i thought my
5: eyebrows were on point too i told I, I told the girl i you know i hired this i mean look i don't know what i don't know what to do i i i told the girl i hired a makeup artist right because i don't really do a lot of makeup stuff so like i got not one stitch of makeup on right now except for lip gloss so i i i so um, Billy's
1: the same. Yeah, I'm the yeah. same. No, no makeup tonight. No makeup, Abby, for right? Me. Yeah, not tonight. So,
5: I, I hired this makeup artist. I don't want to put makeup on. I have her come over and I'm like, listen, whatever is wrong with my eyebrows, just fix them because people there's are always... There's nothing
1: wrong with them. People, people are, are always after
5: my eyebrows. And she's like, what's wrong with your eyebrows? They're perfect. And I'm like, thank you.
1: They're just <laughs> looking for something. I mean, you delivered right. a speech you that did. you can't... There's nothing to refute about the speech, which is why... What they do is they look for these other things. They go after oh, you know, your story. and that that thing about oh, Abby's story isn't true. There wasn't an abortion that happened that day. That's a story they've tried to drudge up again and again. And, and I've written to articles
5: that. to refute that. Right. Like I wrote right. a big article in the Federalist. I, you know, I, I mean, I think it's funny. Like, like, why would anybody trust Planned Parenthood's records?
2: Because <laughs> those are the records that people are saying it's not. It's it, they're yeah. self-reporting to the so, state. And just and saying, oh no, well, there wasn't one that day.
0: So right. So, but because we assume that most of our listeners are fairly illiterate, um, like us, a, yeah, in order to, you, in like order that. in order to listen to this show and and find it something that you actually want to continue listening to, sure. there must be something wrong with you. So she
1: she's been on twice. She gets
0: it. That's right. So, I get it. I get it. So yeah. because we can't or don't read, tell us. And I have I don't I don't know that I have seen the Federalist article you're talking about. Give us a, a, just a quick uh, understanding of what your your argument is your counter to the claim about uh, about there allegedly not being an abortion that day.
5: Yeah, so they're like there's not there was an abortion that day, um, and there wasn't a a, a a ultrasound guided abortion that day. There's no record of an we didn't there's no record of an ultrasound. Okay, first of all you don't turn in records to the state labeled as an ultrasound guided abortion. Okay. Number one, that's not a way that you list the types of abortions that you turn in. Okay. So number one, that's stupid. Number two, they're like, we don't, we didn't have a 13 week abortion that day. We never even turned in the right uh, gestational dating because when we turned in the gestational dating we turned in the gestational dating before the abortion had even been done. So, which is, this is all sort of like, you sort of have to be in the business to understand this, but like we did all the billing and coding before the woman even had her abortion. So it's not like we found out, you know, like, oh, we, we need to make sure we code this right for the state before we turn it in. We just put a number in. So like almost everybody that had an abortion at our clinic, it looked like they were eight weeks along Mm. because we didn't go back and check and be like, okay, wait, now was she 13.6 weeks or was she 8.2 weeks or whatever? Like everybody was eight weeks along, right? Right. Because we don't care about keeping clean records, okay, at Planned Parenthood, like who gives a crap, right? We don't care. And um, also the other thing was that they said that um, the state had no record of this abortion performed, the state can't turn over those sorts of records, right? (laughs) So everything that they're saying the state reported is Planned Parenthood reported.
1: Right. And you're gonna trust the organization that, you know, kills babies for a living, right? Yes.
5: And they took me to court, okay? My story came out and then they took me to court after my story came out if everything that i had been saying was a lie don't you think that would have come up in court like don't you think they would have said and you know this lady is a big old fat liar and here's all the proof right we have all the records we have all the patient records from that day here are all the ultrasounds with all the patient's information redacted. Not one patient was 13 weeks along that day. She needs to shut her trap because that did not happen, right? We sat in court after my story came out. I came out with a freaking book telling my story, okay? Then a movie, <laughs> then another book. Okay, like if my story was a lie, they would have sued me if they actually had proof, like tangible proof that that didn't happen, then they would have already shut me up Hmm. legally. And they had the opportunity to shut me up when we sat in court together Mm -hmm. a month after I had quit my job and my story had already gone public and was all over the news.
1: Yeah, it's remarkable. It's really remarkable to me. I think what you accomplished during that speech was something we haven't seen. You don't see a lot of speeches come out of the RNC or the DNC that are talked about to that level. Right. I mean, it was everywhere and it was everywhere even before Trump tweeted it. It was immediately everywhere. But once he tweeted it, then it was really, you know, on social everywhere. Um, how do you think this changes? Do you, do you think this will have like a long-term impact on your, on your ministry, on your work, the speech?
5: I hope so. I mean, I hope so. I just got an invitation to do a um, thing with Dan Crenshaw. So that's exciting. Oh, wow. Cool.
3: Cool. I so mean, having
1: one. Wow.
5: I hope so. Like, I hope because honestly, like, I mean, I mean, I am pretty political, but like, I Like, I really do have a desire to get the right people in politics because I, I feel like, like my ultimate goal is to make abortion unthinkable. Right. But we can't do that until we make abortion illegal. So it's like, it's twofold, Hmm. right? We can't make, we can't have one thing happen without the other. So, um, and it's sort of vice versa. We can't make it illegal without making it unthinkable. So it goes hand in hand. And so I'm really excited to work with solid pro-life politicians. I want to help get them elected or reelected. Like that's something that really drives me. So I feel like this is going to give me the opportunity to help put good people um, in place. And so that that's exciting for me.
1: Yeah and that's and that's important right? I mean I think that's part of the, part of this whole entire thing is making a lasting impact on the issue. I think you've done that. I saw some of the tweets you were sharing the one woman who said, you know, I was pro I was pro choice like you were saying my entire life and it wasn't until that moment that I thought about it. That has to feel really good to know that you've had that kind of impact on an issue that really not only does this issue matter, it decides elections in so many ways. I think, in fact, in a lot of ways, it helped Trump. It helped decide Trump's first election um, on this because people were horrified by what Hillary was saying um, during that third presidential debate, if you remember. So, yeah. um, this is major. It's big, and you released your podcast this week, which is exciting. I did. So you've politely rude.
5: I hope like more than ten people have listened to it. I I think
1: so.
3: Yeah. My,
5: my dad did, my parents did listen to it. So That's I, and two. it was funny because I talked about my parents listening to it and I said that they, they promised that they listened to it, but they probably don't know how to. And it was so <laughs> freaking funny because my parents came over here today and my dad's like, well, I listened to your podcast. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, like you figured it out. And he's like, yeah, but I need you to figure out how to like help me figure out how to like link it up to my car because I had to like <laughs> listen to it like up to my ear because I couldn't figure out how to get it through my speakers in the car. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> so he's like, "So you were like kind of right. We couldn't really figure it out." So how, is your how your father? Was, let me ask
0: you this. So how father, was is the? Is your father a Southern California? Like is my father, parents are adorable. Is your father That's a Southern the California? Stories. Is your father a Southern California parents. hippie?
1: <laughs> is my funny. dad? Yeah. Oh
5: my no, man. My dad is like, my parents are like Texan. I like I my mom is like um she's like Paula Dean. Oh. oh dear. But like, but like not <laughs> yeah. racist, you know? <laughs> and um, but she's like super southern, you know? And um <laughs>
2: <laughs> chris might be done for the night
1: <laughs> chris is out and
5: um and but like my, pa- my dad has been has been an engineer his whole life and my mom you know she stayed home with me and whatever but my parents like my dad is like so smart like he's like such a smart guy but i have like all these like funny like my mom like she's a funny lady like she's sort of like be Like you know, like sort of dingy. But like my mom, one day she like called called me and she's like, Abby, um, I got this this earbud for my ear, and she and I said, oh great, and I'm like, do you like it? And she's like, well, not really. And I said, well, why not? And she goes, well, because I can only hear it in one ear. <laughs> And I was like, right? I was like, I mean, as opposed to what? I mean, you only hear your phone in one ear, too. And she was like, you're right. Why would I hear the earbud in two ears? I was like... Okay, mom.
2: I don't know your mom, but I just feel like that's a really spot on impersonation. Like, I can see see this happening.
5: Like, my mom's favorite thing to say is, Well, if you're not making somebody mad, you're not a very good Christian. And they,
1: and they have to be so overjoyed by because in the movie you see this obviously your story that you guys were not on the same page. They were not happy uh-huh. that you were at Planned Parenthood, and now here you are, you know, getting tweeted by Trump speaking at the on RNG, the church boys on this show, which is a real I mean, honest yeah, for you, this I'm is a sure.
5: podcast actually. They need to listen to next, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: In, yeah. One year. It's exactly in one ear, it's actually good in, in one, one or year. two ears. So yeah, we, yeah. we, so, we, we one ear, so,
5: like, one ear too a many. Podcast just about like the crazy crap my parents have done, like the funny. Stop my parents. About. You should do an my episode. My parents should actually have a podcast. Like, they, <laughs> it would be the funniest freaking podcast ever because they would spend the whole time like this.
3: <laughs> how, do
5: we, how do we do it? How do we? That would be them the entire time. Uh,
2: so, I just talk in here and people can hear me. <laughs> um, so, hey, question for you. So, how was the kind of no audience? thing you know what was the how was the actual production of you know um you know really just the the night at the rnc yeah
5: it was fine i mean there were so we did it in um i filmed in andrew mellon auditorium um so it felt like really you know like cool and presidential or whatever you know the flags were everywhere and all this um and it was funny because there were uh, you know, there was just the production crew. We could have only 50 people total in the whole auditorium. So there was like a bunch, and that included like security and everybody. So there was like a bunch of security there. And then there were hair and makeup people there. And, um, and then, you know, there was, and that included like the production crew and everything. So, um, so we were, all there. And, uh, and then they had like speech writers in the back that were there because they, you know, they were filming all day. So, um, like the, the guy that was sort of like over, I don't know, he was like the head speechwriter for all the speech writers. Right. <laughs> um, he was there. And then the girl that I had worked with, she was there. And then another guy was there. So they're like your audience. Right. And then the production people back there. So they're sitting in chairs. And so, you know, there there's a guy and he's like telling me, you know, you know, okay, now, you know, go ahead. And he's doing all the signs and everything. So I give my speech the first time. I do it the first time. And I'm and, you know, and then when I'm done, like the three of them in the little chairs, like the speech writers. And then my my assistant was there too. So it's like the four of them in little chairs, they're like, (laughs)
3: <laughs> like, they're like the
1: audience, right?
5: and it was funny because the guy, my assistant said that, um, one of the guys doing the camera when, when I was done, he goes, Whoa,
2: mm.
5: he was like, that's, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard.
2: Mm. Wow.
5: So like, that was cool. Yeah. Totally. Um, or he said something like that. Like, so that's the craziest story I've ever heard or something like that. So then, um, and then I did, but I was like, I didn't feel that that wasn't the right one, you know? So then I did it again. And then they were like, you know, every time they were my audience, you know,
1: they were giving you the moral support, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a little weird because I really do like feed off of like an audience. It's a whole different
1: thing when you're doing,
2: you know, know? I, I pastor at a church and during covid you know, we were just live streaming, and so you know, you're yeah. just preaching to an empty room. I mean, I did that for I don't know, maybe eight weeks or something. Yeah, and uh, it's plus, a whole,
3: it's plus, just the a whole four, deal. Plus,
0: plus the five years before COVID, <laughs> right? Yeah, <exactly. laughs> You, <know, we're>
5: <laughs> you should have been used to that.
1: I you're love right. it. Oh man! So how many well, times?
0: How many times did you have to? Did you wind up uh, doing your speech?
5: So I did it three times. Okay. I felt like the second time I nailed it. Yeah, I felt like. The second time was my very best time. But then the flipping audio, they were like, audio wasn't good on the second time. So we need to do it a third time. So then I was like, all right. So I did it the third time. And they were like, oh, that was perfect. Like, that was your best time. And I was like, that wasn't as good as the second time. And they were like, no, no, that was better. That was better than the second time. And I was like.
1: There's not nothing feeling. worse than like nailing something and then being like, oh, Gotta do it again. <laughs> but yeah. you like, then, no, no, I don't need to do it again. I, and they were like, it.
5: they were like, no, like your third time was really your best time. But I I wasn't feeling it. I felt like the second time was the best time. But then they they were like, no, Abby, seriously. Like, we're professionals. We watched you all three times. Like the third time was the best time. But you know what? And I trusted them, but you know what? I wish I would have done it mm. a fourth dang time. Mm. I felt like that would have been the best time.
2: <laughs> well, it's certainly <laughs> shook the down. country. It we, reached think, a lot I of think people. You,
1: yeah. yeah. Accomplished it. I think yes, you accomplished sure. your goal. Um, and, Abby, people can find your podcast um, on the Edify app and also at Anchor dot FM slash politely rude, which I think is the best title on the face of the earth for a podcast. <laughs> politely rude with Abby Johnson. And I'm going to um,
2: talk to the people at Edify about maybe getting your parents a show. So we'll
1: see. If I they can think that be great I think they should.
5: like, I, yeah, I think if people want to just look up to old people's nostrils for like 30 minutes, <laughs> like they, yeah.
1: Raising <laughs> Abby. That's what they're going to call Raising it. Raising Abby. Abby. Yeah. I they like have it. like
5: all the stories. Yeah,
1: it's
0: <laughs> like, yeah, sure. It's, or unhinged or unplannable or something. I don't know. <laughs> 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 well, so you we're gonna do what we can we we're, we're gonna do what we can. I don't know if you know of our success internationally. We're gonna do what we Zimbabwe, can we're Zimbabwe we're very big. We we oh. last week we owned Zimbabwe and this week we're owning uh, New Zealand for whatever reason. So we're gonna do what we can to to really oh. help you yeah. um, come in second place in New Zealand.
1: We were okay, at, like decided. we were at like number fifty something in America too. Yeah. We were doing very good this week. So it's been it, Abby. We have you to thank for that. So thank you. Yeah. For wow. Making amazing. Semi famous this week. It's very good. Right. Um, amazing. We're, we're assuming awesome. it was mostly the eyebrows. That's we're assuming That's that that was really mostly where
2: the at. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I'm fi- honestly when she did, when she did my eyebrows, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when I went to the mirror, I was like, I don't know about these eyebrows. <laughs> They look, it's look too much.
1: They like, are fine. I think I just – it's so insane to – people are just so awful, right? And they just – they, they look for the thing. And that's how you know you're doing it right because they're picking something that doesn't exist. They're going after you on something ridiculous yep. because they don't have anything else to go after you <laughs> on, right? Oh,
5: no. Wait, wait, wait. I have the best – I got the best insult today, okay? I want to hear Let's it. Let's hear now it. I need to know. I. Got, it's the best
1: I, I, is this one of the ones that was so good you have it on your phone?
5: Yeah, I took a screenshot. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never want to forget this insult. Okay? <laughs> this insult is from a sweet, sweet little girl <laughs> named Alyssa. She
1: says,
5: <laughs> You're ready?
1: Yes. Oh, I'm ready.
5: <laughs> I hope you slam your finger in your car door. <laughs> There's
1: nothing
2: worse than that. Was that a tweet?
5: It was an Instagram message, a private message. Wow. <laughs> she said, what? I hope you slam a finger in your car door. <laughs> and I thought this, she's very young. And I thought this poor little baby, she doesn't, she's homeschooled and she doesn't even know how to cuss.
1: She thinks that's the worst thing that could happen. It's pretty and bad. And this is
5: the worst. <laughs> this is the worst thing she could say to me. And Bless her heart. I just love her. <laughs> I love, you re- I love I love her you so much. Did you
1: say anything back? Like, oh, thank you, or I'm
5: gonna respond and be like, I love you. <laughs> like <laughs> I, this is the sweetest insult <laughs> I've ever received in my life.
3: I
1: hope you yeah. slam your finger in the car door. Like one time, like one
5: time, a little kid got mad at me and he called me a tube of lipstick <laughs> as <laughs> an insult, <laughs> and that's how I feel. That I feel like that's what this is right now. That like, is amazing. Just me a tube of lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most oh. adorable thing I've ever
2: heard.
1: There you go. Well, Abby, you are definitely going to have to come back again the next time you take over the world, which I'm sure will be in a few weeks. It'll so, probably be next week, so we'll yeah. see you. Yeah. Whenever, whenever next that Thursday. is, you're, we'll probably see you next week. Um, yeah, sure. And thank you. Like we really appreciate. Yes. I really appreciate all you do. And by the way, before you go. Can you tell us the number of former clinic workers who you've helped? Your organization has helped leave the industry, help them kind of filter out of the industry. 600. Wow. So you're up to 600. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. And how can people help you help those people?
5: Uh, I mean, give us money.
2: <laughs> <laughs> where, do they, where do they go to do that? Where do
1: they go- <laughs>
3: <laughs> this, is,
2: this is how you know that like you're a very legitimate sincere person it's because like people that are like charlatans are like well you they, they but right. you're just real you pr- i love that Praise the you. truth pray though. for it's, us yeah. pray for us tell I people need. about us <laughs> yeah
1: um and then there were none what's the web address
5: Abortionworker.com.
1: that's Perfect. awesome so go yeah. and give money to help these people. Six last time, every time we talked, there's another hundred. It was like 500 and something last time. I we know. It's yeah. crazy. That's if You amazing. get a
2: lot of donations from New Zealand you know it's a show i you know, know it's from home. you
1: guys or zimbabwe or zimbabwe we've been big in denmark we've number one in these places and we're right. like okay, uganda, we're uganda
0: and denmark i forgot about denmark yeah oh denmark we were big there for rub. a week yep. Yep. we were yep.
1: big there for a week um it's weird. It weird it's so weird we don't understand it but well, once I mean, you start whatever. seeing your stats on your new show well, we you'll understand nope
0: allegedly because abby that's one of the things that drives us crazy we were talking about this before you came on we have no idea what our statistics are. We can't get them. So all these charting that we're seeing is all we're taking these companies word for it. We can't get to our numbers.
1: We're just going with it. We're like, OK, because right. our numbers are concealed because they the show belonged to some another organization before we got the show back. And we never we didn't get with us the access to our numbers. So they're oh like God. looking at our numbers probably and we're not. So there you <laughs> go. There you go. There um, you go. Okay. Well, well there you go. Thank thank you, Abby. I don't know how your house is so quiet, by the way, with your eight kids, but I would like that advice. Whatever you're doing to keep them quiet, email it to me.
5: I think they're tied up somewhere.
1: Baby cages. <laughs> cages. We have cages. Yeah. Abby, thank you so much. Right. We really appreciate Talk it. Talk to you later.
0: All right. Thanks. Bye.
2: Thanks, Abby.
1: Bye. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well her image. Imit- what I love about her is she just she goes for it, she right? Does. And her, her parents. I've that was be, like, yeah, her, donuts.
2: like, she needed casted in Hollywood with that. Like, it was like, so you could just picture, picture exactly what was happening there. It was, it was awesome.
1: What's with my hair hairdo tonight? You guys know, I don't I'm, know. I don't, I'm not sure what's happening. Chris, you're going to be 45. Do you still uh, have hair?
0: I, d- barely. Yeah, we don't got hair. We got a, we got got a logo covering it
2: on my screen here, so. No,
0: well, that was your one chance. I, I, it's, the Donald, um, it's the Donald. That Trump. is
1: true. We do have a logo covering it, uh, which is it's uh, kind of
2: strategically placed. Though we we put it on that side of the screen for for good reason.
1: So you know, I love Abby. I think what she did was phenomenal. Um, and I, I listen. We need more people to be out there being bold. The fact that nobody before had ever done that at the RNC, and the fact that the RNC Republicans have gone on and on about abortion for years, and that. As far as I know, nothing like that had unfolded until Trump is a little remarkable to me. Well, look, there's not
2: that many people that are tied in at the level that she was that have come out the other side of that, that have been able to get that level of attention. And, you know, the other thing, too, I mean, like and I was going to mention this while she was on, but I think it's worth saying is that, you know, when she went to that court case, you know, what did she say a month after you know, she left the clinic. She was, I mean, her name might've been Abby Johnson, but she wasn't Abby Johnson yet. Right. You know, she, she didn't have the, the, the persona of the person who's fighting this charge. It was just an employee that just left, you know, an organization. Yep. And so, you know, the, she didn't know what was ahead of her. She didn't know where this was coming from. And like her story has stayed the same the entire time consistently from day one. And I I think that that says something, you know. And so uh, I just appreciate her, you know, dealing with this stuff head on. And and she gave a great
1: response. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm glad she didn't
2: slam her finger in her door. I mean, (laughs) that's
1: great. That's what a great. I'm going to start
2: using that with you, Billy, when you take me off. So I'm going
1: to say far worse things to you. So just prepare, (laughs) prepare yourself. (laughs) Going to, Uh, but what what are you babbling about? Going to you? You have you daily are cursing me. (laughs) I am pretty terrible. Let me let me read you some text messages here. (laughs) <laughs> I, I am I am pretty terrible and pretty brutal, but you know, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. So I wanted to actually bring up a story, another story, just kind of shifting gears here a yeah. little bit, because I found this one interesting. It stuck out to me. I saw it in a few places. This Stranger Things star, Natalie Dyer. Right. Um, she's I think she's 25 years old. And the reason I bring her age up is she is the older sister. I forget which character's older sister, but you'd know her if you saw her. She's got the dark curly hair. Did you watch uh, the show? Yes. yes, yeah, Love I just it. have a terrible yeah. memory. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I think I'm reading at, at just 13. The sci fi series main star Millie Bobby Brown, who plays the character 11, was listed by W Magazine as one of the reasons TV is sexier than ever. What is wrong with these people on her 16th birthday? Brown condemned the inappropriate comments, sexualization, and unnecessary insults. Well, here's the thing. Um, yes, I guess. What is interesting is that Dyer, this older cast member, has been sticking up for those younger kids. And she did an interview uh, this week. She told The Independent, I'm just going to read the quote. She said, I generally feel, to me, it's over-sexualizing them. I feel protective over the younger kids, even though they're not kids anymore. They're teens. They're all great people. And having to grow up in a very crazy circumstance, as a private person, I just feel like leave people alone unless you're talking about their work or what they want to talk about. So, yeah, they're referring to the treatment I think that other people are having in the media. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Right. That's right. Right.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Reaction Um, to the show. I
0: love, what do you think about that? Well, first I got to say, I love stranger things. One of my all time favorite television shows and Millie Bobby Brown. I, I think she won a, she won a best actress or something, right. For her, her role in the first season of stranger things to me could win one every season. She's that good an actress. Uh, But I, there's see what I don't understand is I didn't feel like I mean she's got a she's got a cuteness to her like a, a, a you know a, t- a 12 13 year old girl like a cuteness right D- like you'd expect for an adolescent that's cast in a in a TV show they're gonna have something about them that's that is a, that is attractive but there's never i I don't remember again I, my brain is addled and old
2: you're gonna be 45 so I'm gonna be
0: 45 tomorrow but I, I I don't remember there being a, a, even one scene with any of the kids, not counting uh, what's her name, Ned, Natalia Dyer, whatever her name is, because she plays the the high school sweetheart of the of the stud, right? But um, but of the kids, the 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 twelve, thirteen year old kids, I don't remember there being any scenes where anybody would call them be acting even sexy. I don't, I don't know where no, that comes no, no, from. No, 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 no. Yeah, and this I did not the mean first to thing.
1: say on the set, but I meant to say as a result of, just to clarify but that. I mean, so but, that, I mean,
0: I don't remember yeah. there being any scenes that I would have watched if I'm some sort of weird perv that I'm going to look at no. the show and go, oh, well, that's a sexy one that I get off on. I, I don't remember that ever happening in any of the sh- episodes with the you
2: know, Netflix just got in trouble, too, for, uh, what was it, the show Cuties? Uh, Q- that was Man. i mean like they had the cover um and you know i mean i've not seen the the show but it basically these girls kind of dressed in like you know super short shorts and kind of like stage wear sort of things yep. And, uh, you know, they got slammed on that, I mean, by a lot of people, both on the left and the right. Yep. Uh, and they came out and apologized and they they switched uh, posters and, you know, covers for the show and that sort of thing. And still, I mean, still th- running this the is, movie,
0: still running the show. They're yeah, still not, running the show, right.
2: still running the show. But yeah, just but just changing the posters. And I, I think that, you know, um, yeah, there's a, just a tendency. And this isn't a statement about Netflix as much as I just think there's a tendency people in culture, especially people in liberal media that they're aging people up and you know i mean you're seeing that with a lot and you know i think that there's also um there's also the, you know teens that are doing that i mean you look at instagram or something like tiktok and you know you have no idea how old somebody is you yeah. know i mean that's been there's been a lot of you know there's you know there was somebody in the news even this week i don't even know if we want to get into that who was who was criticized over that same thing you know who's a minor who's presenting themselves you know, in this way that that, um, you know, we would be, you know, embarrassed for our sister to uh, to yep. be portrayed. And uh, it's you know, it's it's a, it's it's a major I mean, it's almost epidemic, you know, within liberal media.
0: But where does where does a magazine get off saying why TV sexy again? I mean, what I mean, you guys have seen the show, what in that show could have led them to even say that?
1: No, I don't know, and I didn't. I haven't seen that issue. I'm reading here from this so uh, from this story. I know she condemned it. You know, Millie Barbara Brown in her own Instagram post condemned and the general media treatment. She's brilliant. She's that's a smart
0: kid right there.
1: Yeah, yeah. and well, I mean, she's,
2: the she's word the word "sexy" is you know it's people you know you you know I, my wife and I are watching you know food show, and you got people talking about you know this this uh, hamburger they just made is really sexy. You know, and it's like. That word is used all the time, yeah. you know, for a lot of different situations. The meaning, I think, to some degree, is—I don't want to say it's changed, but it's just it, the usage of it is different. Yeah. Then, but it, it, when you're using it about a person who's specifically, in this case, a minor, yeah. you know, on a show, um, you would think there would be a lot greater outrage, and uh, than than there than there even is.
1: You know, the one thing I'll say about the show that and not to be, you know, like a Debbie Downer here, but about the show that I found disappointing is that they it seems like they've gone out of their way in recent. I think this last season to insert a lot more like having the kids curse, having the kids use the Lord's name in vain, like over and over and over again to the point of noticeability where it was like they. It was almost like a forced thing in the script. It do you felt think it to was, me. At least. Do
0: you think it was worse in three season three than Absolutely. season one?
1: I, I think it, I think it's progressively gotten worse. I I, I
0: I couldn't tell you if that's factually correct or not. I I didn't strike me that. I just I have felt. Of course, it all runs together. The, those seasons work together so well that I I never felt like it was
1: worse in one season than another. But you could certainly be right. Well, I I want to say there was some analysis on it too. By the way. Um and I can't remember, I don't know if it was movie guide or somebody actually brought this up. This was something that I noticed. I had noticed, that. I was watching it with my wife, yeah. and I'm like, the kid's saying that word over and over and over again, and then just like noticing noticing it and thinking, yeah. this is definitely more, and then I saw that, you know, somebody had counted it and kind of gone through what they do, and they had mm. analyzed it, and they were like, no, there's definitely been this uptick. But that's, you know, obviously, it seems like, and again, to clarify, it seems like what the cast has said is that the the people on the show... The Duffer brothers have done a good job protecting them and treating them well. There was the one rumor about the other castmate who was uncomfortable with an on-set kiss, but that was dispelled. It seems like everything that's sort of happening here is more of a media yeah, it's happening about, outside of the, right, set, right, the right, show. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. there's examples in Hollywood of stuff happening on the set and on the show, uh, you know, with other with other programs, but these particular uh statements are referring to, you know, how it's being handled outside yeah. of that.
1: I mean I would not let my kid work on a show. This is just me. If if my kid was told you're going to you're going to be cursing, you're going to be doing all these things. Some of the things I see on TV when you've got like a 7-year-old yeah. even yeah. saying something and I'm like, "Who what parent is putting their kid out there to speak this way for a paycheck?" I mean, who I mean, I guess I'm being judgmental of these parents, but I just don't. Under, I would never do that with my own kid right. in a million years.
0: No, you're not being judge, judgmental. I mean, you're, or hypocritically judgmental. You're, but you are judging them, and rightfully so because they're doing who
1: stupid, does it stupid who things. Does
0: that? Yeah, it's called I mean, I it's called bad that. parenting, right? You think you're and yeah, perfect and, and I think more there's than a you. you know,
2: I I mean, you know, I'm in in the business to a degree you know we've done a couple feature films Uh, all of ours have been family friendly all those kind of things but you know i mean there's there's other movies that i would take on you know with ratings i would consider doing it i wouldn't automatically say no to an r-rated movie to produce it if it was you know i'd love to produce a movie about the life of king david i think that that if you do it right should be rated r you know if it's really going to tell the story um but you know there's you see kids in really compromised situations in hollywood and i think that as a producer or as a director the majority of that can be avoided and and i just don't always think that it is and the scary thing is not typically what happens while the cameras are rolling the scary thing is what's happening in the environment that they're in when the cameras aren't rolling and i think that's what leaves you know in a lot of cases some deep wounds and some some challenges and you know it takes a really good parent to um, be there the entire time to you know help navigate kids through that experience
1: what season are we on for stranger things are we going on to season four four yes four david so, harper
0: david harper one of my all-time favorite actors because of stranger things is in a gulag in in siberia or someplace
1: oh yes i forgot about that well i'm not i'm not actually um making this up by the way because so i wanted to So in Stranger Things season two, the Duffer brother, one of the Duffers was actually speaking about the fact that Dustin was cursing. And he apparently Dustin, you know, the character, he Mm -hmm. said, you know, the S word um, 10 times into the premiere of the episode. He had said it. And they were they were basically speaking about this. In fact, Matt Duffer said Gaten screaming. That word is just gold. It's just comedy gold, you know, which is, you know, it is funny, but. So it does seem like this was this is sort of an intentional thing so it's, it's yeah. interesting to me but then the Washington Times had gone through and they actually had profanities and blasphemes spike in the third season of stranger things mm-hmm. um, according to some streaming service that did an analysis of it so it's just interesting well it's not it's and well it's
0: not surprising I mean if you're gonna make a show like that and you're this the, the crazy thing about about uh stranger things it's the one show where you got a bunch of child actors and you don't want to murder them Right, I mean, they're like yeah, they're, they're all great, good actors. They're not obnoxious. They're really good, a, yeah. Right, they're not cheese. But if you're gonna make a show like that where you've got these good actors and they're good at portraying the ages that they are, I don't want to excuse cursing or blaspheme, but but it it works with their ages, right? With as they're growing and they're getting into a junior high or freshman in high school, it make that's how they would be talking. That doesn't mean that's what you need to put on a show. That I'm and it's not that I'm okay with it, because my my daughter, I've got a 13-year-old daughter, she's she's dying to watch Stranger Things, and I haven't let her yet, right? All of her friends really? have seen Stranger Things. She hasn't, right? Because we kind of police how you know, the things we watch, right? And I I might let her watch. I don't know. We're still talking about it. My wife is not interested in watching the show because it's too scary for her. But
2: <laughs> You know, Jay-Z. I, just, I mean, she, you know, she married
1: you, huh, so well, she should know that it's far less scary than yeah. that.
2: The, um, you know, I, I posted the other day about, uh, the movie, uh, the peanut butter Falcon, uh, with Shia LaBeouf. And
1: I saw that you posted that and I was really curious how people were going to respond. Yeah. And so, you know, and honestly, like I
2: didn't, I mean, I watched it with my wife. I wasn't sitting there tallying up curse words or anything like that. I, I mean, I, I love Shia. I think he's got some really interesting stuff he does. He's kind of this tormented soul. Um, but he's explored with a lot of Christian themes. You know, we saw that in the the tank movie that he did, uh, Fury, uh, with Brad Pitt, and you know some others. And you know, and there's Christian themes in this, uh, where you know his character that gets baptized and things like that. And um, I had somebody ask me like, "Is this safe for kids?" And like, you know, Chrissy and I don't have kids, and I'm going like, "That's a that's not that's above my pay grade." You know, you need to like, go. So I sent him the movie guide link and said, "You need to see what's here." Go check it out, yeah. and uh, and you decide for yourselves. Have
0: you ever heard of CommonSenseMedia.org? That we I use that yes. a lot to, to try to figure out because they right. they kind of tell you here's the swear words that are used, here are the kind of scenes that you might see, here's the violence use,
1: that's involved. We use them. We also use Movie Guide. We we kind yeah. of go between the two of them. Is Movie Guide Ted, I, is that Ted Bears. Group. Yeah, I think Movie Guide does a better job. To be honest with you, I think they're more trustworthy. I okay. think Common Sense does a good job too. I do, um, but I, I if I can find it on Movie Guide, I trust their review more generally. So, so um, tell me
0: about Peanut Butter Falcon. I don't know anything about this movie.
2: It's. I loved it. I really loved it. Now again, I'm not rec to our audience. I am not recommending this for your children. He'll actually be showing it at
1: his church on Sunday. If you (laughs) show up,
2: where they will have changed the locks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's. I think it's a great date night movie. It you. It's one of those ones where you leave feeling good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wait, do you have
1: movie theaters you can go to?
2: I believe our theaters are open. I've not been back to the theater. But we life not is have normal here. We do L- not
1: have movie theaters still. So Life is normal neither, here. Neither do so we.
2: yeah, this is Indiana. We we've boycotted COVID and it's done here. We're moving on with life. No. I mean no not more completely, COVID. but it's no getting to COVID. be Yeah, it's getting to be more and more.
0: Well, that's all you had normal, to do? Thankfully. All you had to do is go out and protest COVID and it went away. It went away? That's remarkable.
1: There's a literary agent that I follow. um, I know. I'm sorry. He's a publisher in New York city. And he was, he had this whole theory. He's like by December COVID will be terrible still. And 300,000 people will be dead. And we will, and nobody will be talking about it. We will just have pretended that it's no longer happening. And he tweeted, he like retweeted this pretty, that was like in March. And he's like, well, here we are. We're already inching towards 200,000 and nobody's, and now we're pretending it's not happening. Wow. Uh, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of, if, listen, if, and I'm not going on a COVID debacle here because it's a terrible, <laughs> terrible transition. But if 300,000 people are dead by December, that is pretty, that would be pretty devastating. And I don't care. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. if 200,000 people are dead by, it's, that's not the flu. And we need to, we just need to at least be aware of that. Yes. But I would like my movie theaters to come back. Having said that, just for
2: you, come come to Indiana. I'll let you stay in our
1: guest room. Well, I have no plans to get on an airplane until there's a vaccine, which is a great excuse to not. Well, I don't drive either. And I don't ride that little scooter that you have. Yeah, your little, uh, (laughs) what is it? The little hoverboard thing. (laughs) <laughs> no, no they, I, would drive, one... I would drive to indiana i would drive he needs
2: to, to he needs to ride the thing that you have the picture of his uh his head on i think was on twitter this oh. week <laughs> oh the post. motorized
1: shopping car yeah, you yeah. know i would, I would actually get on a plane i think at this point i mean i, I don't i just yeah, don't but want you to won't go but you won't go to jfk or laguardia or Newark. No, that's the problem i have no interest in going to jfk or like you'd get on yeah. the, well, the plane yeah, for you plane. you'd get on the plane in indiana but you won't get on the plane to go to indiana I I think that that's my issue is more the idea of the New York and I actually, I mean, yeah, I just, I don't, I am hoping that we are just done with this mess and that it eventually just dissipates into the wind. And if, if it's 50,000 people a year, that's horrific, but that's the 40, 40 to 60,000 is the flu. So if it gets into that range, then it's like, okay, we have another flu now. It's something to worry about. Um, but yeah, are your schools open? yeah ours ours
2: is open ours is open ours are open yeah there's a i mean some school south bend schools i think are doing uh some virtual stuff uh elkhart which i'm on the county line so i'm kind of between the two um the kids had a choice and so it's really tough on the teachers because they're doing in-person instruction during the day and then they're actually coming home at night and the kids that chose virtual they're doing virtual learning for these kids after hours at night why can't they so it's re- a why can't they it's just a record? rough year to be a teacher. Why can't they just I,
0: record what they're teaching in the classroom
2: and the kids watch They don't have them? the you know the media skills of you know put a uh, th- friggin you iPhone in the back of the to be able to put that together.
1: It's so, it's really it's offering offering people an option like that, and then It'd be and then better not if it was being either, prepared, you know, one or the other, and then not being prepared to actually offer that to people yeah. is a um. And the rooms are not set up to record it because the rooms are set up like mental institutions. Everything's moved <laughs> all around. And like, anyway, I mean, Chris knows about mental institutions. So speaking of that, there's a and video. Old folks homes. There's a video wait, as we, wait. and this is our, wait, go ahead, Chris. Okay, I well, say? I
0: wanted to ask you first, before we get to this mental institution video is, so your house, your the purchase of your second house, Rockefeller, <laughs> I heard was... Possibly following through and you were looking at a place in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Is
1: that correct? It is. It is. It is not correct. That is the (laughs) last place I'd
2: be moving right now. There's an internet rumor out there about
1: that. (laughs) I can't even follow these stories anymore. I have to be honest with you. I've lost the ability to. I'm so over life that I see these stories and I'm like, I, it's too complicated. There's 45 video feeds. None of them tell me the story I need and everybody's telling me something different. So, Chris, do you have an idea of what actually happened? Well, In Kenosha? Yeah. In
0: yeah, Kenosha. well, Sunday night, the a cop shot Jacob Blake in the back seven yes, times. That but, was horrible. but we've been going over... Leon and I and a couple other people at work have been going over the video and the reports. And if there's a justifiable homicide this uh, by a cop, it, this might be one. Right? Justifiable you know, killing or whatever. I don't know what the correct term is. Because this guy was fighting arrest they're trying to arrest him he, he's a bad dude he's got several warrants out he would they, he fights against them goes back and it looks like he's either digging for something in his car as he opens the door or trying to get into his car to leave they're trying to stop him and then they think he's grabbing something it turns out he either had a knife on him because the the, the cops were saying drop the knife drop the knife right they found a, a knife in his car and that's what they have found so far a, a reveal that they have found so far and the and the and the cops shoots him now I, I don't want to say that it was justified but there's certainly a case to be made I, this is not this is not cut and dried, kind of deal so then the the protests and the riots are going on and then was it tuesday night so why is it more? yeah tuesday night there's that shooting at that gas station and then in the street that followed immediately after right people are talking about this this uh Rittenhouse kid who's the suspect and who's who's been accused of of shooting these people the kid who had the rifle as though he just went out with this idea as a vigilante to go shoot rioters. And that's not what happened. He was confronted by these rioters. The guy he shot, there is video of him cursing at the other militia type guys saying, shoot me, shoot me N word N word. I mean, it's what this short white bald guy screaming at these militia people, some of whom from what we understand were black. He's saying, shoot me, shoot me, N-word, shoot me, Nward. And he's going on and on about this. And then later on, this kid, this Rittenhouse kid, it appears, is at this gas station and he has been chased to this lot because he had he had left the the, the uh the car lot that they had been protecting. He left that, couldn't get back into it because the cops wouldn't let anybody back into this lot once they had left because they're trying to clear it out. There's other video of him having good positive interactions with the cops. The cops come out and say, The New York Times reported this. The New York Times put together this incredible timeline of Rittenhouse. Yeah, I saw that on night, Twitter. Um, yeah. They had a great Twitter feed of it, and there's a great item on, on on NewYorkTimes.com. So there's a great, intera- there's a fabulous interaction that this Rittenhouse kid has with the cops, and the cops are telling them, We're thankful you guys are out here. We want you out here. Thank you for being out here and protecting things. And so later on, you see Rittenhouse being chased into the parking lot of this. Gas station, and there are people chasing him and throwing things at them, including this guy who had been screaming profanities about "shoot me, shoot me" n-word. And you can see him throw a bag at this kid. We don't, you don't know what's in the bag, but he has thrown the bag. It looks like throws the bag at Rittenhouse, and there is gunfire that goes off. And Rittenhouse doesn't know where that. He looks up. It wasn't Rittenhouse who fired. He looks up trying to figure out where the fire, the shots have come from, right? Because he doesn't know are these guys shooting at me, right? Right. He's looking around trying to find it. These people surround him. He's continuing to be attacked and have things thrown at him. And then the, he and this other guy that he allegedly shot went around the corner, and you hear I think three or four shots, and presumably one of those shots has hit this, uh, the the first victim in the head. Right? That's that's what the report is. Rittenhouse is on the phone, presumably to nine one one, and then he busts he busts it to get out of there because he knows there are more people coming to chase him. So then he runs down the street away from this gas station. He's running, I believe, north, is what they said. And he's being chased by all these guys and he trips and he falls. So a guy with a skateboard bashes him in the head. Someone else has hit him. Another guy comes up and pulls a gun on him. Okay.
1: I thought I saw a gun in okay, that video. So yeah. the,
0: guy, the guy that he, the guy that he, <laughs> that he the, the other guy that Rittenhouse is accused of killing, he has shot in the, I believe, shot in the chest. Was the guy I believe with the skateboard who smacked him with the skateboard? Because he's the guy that they said he's this semi-professional skateboarder. This guy had appeared, struck him with the skateboard multiple times. That's what the video seems to show. He shoots this guy in the in the chest. This other guy that he shot in the arm, the other guy he wounded, was the guy who allegedly had the gun and had it was loaded. The guy said on video it was loaded. He had it pointed at Rittenhouse, who was sitting on the ground. It's clear. It's pointed right at him, right? There is oh. now a report out. I have not verified it. That a friend of the guy who got shot in the arm, who had the gun, has said he's the the, the only regret his friend has is that he didn't blow this kid away. So what?
1: What? This in the is world? not. I mean, this
0: th- is not some rabid. This is not some. There's. N- it certainly appears that this is not some sort of rabid. Vigilante militia nut who went out with the goal of killing rioters. He went out with the goal approved by the cops to go out and protect cop to
1: protect po- property. This is a powder keg yeah. in an election year. Yeah. Like all of this is so sad and and so horrific. And you think about the fact that no matter what happens in November, the reaction to it after yep. COVID, people being locked up, all of these events happening. I'm really worried about whether or not this country can actually handle any result in an election right now. Yeah. I don't even, I, I'm not saying something's going to happen, but I just watching how these events are unfolding. I, I mean, how do you guys feel? About I just like, I'm looking at, it, I'm thinking, what are we going to do in November? I mean, I th- I think there's more to come. I, I just, you know, I've been saying
2: that since January. I mean, I, I was, I think I mentioned this on the program in the past. I mean, I was in January uh, on the stage at, at our church and I said, I just felt like I feel like God like kind of spoke to my heart that that this is going to be a really this is going to be the bloodiest year I've ever seen in this mm. country. And, you know, I had no idea in January what that meant, you know, and then I, COVID happened. I thought, oh, it must be this is what that was, you know, and mm. then then the, you know, obviously the, you know, some of the uh, the, the race, um, you know, uh, riots and, and these things start breaking out. You know, I mean, I thought it was really interesting that um, what was it, uh, uh, Jacob Blake's um, mom? Mm-hmm, well, first yes. of all, mur- mur- they're saying it's miraculous that that he's you know that he's lived. I think he's mm-hmm. still in. Is he in stable condition now?
0: I think so. He's paralyzed. They say. Yeah,
2: and and it's you know his mom came out and apologized to the police, apologized to Trump. I mean, it's it's uh, uh I mean, it's and you know is obviously
1: you know telling people. Is she people a Christian? That, is she a Christian? I just wonder. She I haven't talks, heard her say She talks anything. like it. She talks. I mean, right, right. Her, right. I her, pres- I mean, this, her presence
0: would suggest it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it feels that way. When, when you can, and if she's not, I have to hand her the credit. When you can look beyond your emotions in a moment like that, yep. regardless of the scenario of what happened. Right.
2: Yep. 100%. You know, the fact
1: this happened in front of children. There's all these other details. When you can pull yourself above that and act that way, I have a lot of respect for that. And I think people are seeing what's happening. And I think people know. This is, it's like lighting a match and throwing it on gasoline. That's what we're at. And you look at, you look at what the Bible says, you look at Jesus. And of course, people's love has grown cold forever. I mean, this has been going on forever. The course of human history since Jesus came, although there does feel to be, and I'm not saying we're at the end times, we've talked about this, all of us, but there does feel to be a heaviness to this that is pervasive. And that is, it's really happening everywhere. Yeah. This is not just a – and so I just – part of me just wonders what is happening and where are we headed? I don't – I'm not one – and I don't want to be pessimistic to think that this is going to be fixed anytime soon or healed. I think we're headed into more difficult times, at least in the near term. I could be wrong. It looks like Christian Post – the Christian Post um, refers to
2: her as devout Christian, Mm Uh, mm-hmm. And then it, it references that the knife was was found in his possession on the floorboard of the driver's side of the vehicle which doesn't make uh, which
0: does not exp- I mean that's where it was found maybe he dropped it but that does not explain the cops saying drop the knife drop the knife when they're confronting him outside
2: the vehicle yeah he could have pulled it out of his him. hand or pulled it out of you know a pocket or, right. or a sheath or something he had on him I don't know. Uh, but it, it, appears it was, it was at least recovered on the driver's yeah. side there. And, you know, Prager, um, uh, I just saw on their, uh, Prager use Instagram. They had posted something tonight about, this is what happens when, uh, when the police allow a suspect to get back into their vehicle. And they had this, this really horrific, I don't know what year this was, but it was a police camp of two cops pulling over a guy and ends up being this huge gun battle, mm. uh, going back and forth and just try, I mean. It's so hard. I'm a big believer that one of the ways to you know, this doesn't solve everything. But one of the things that needs to happen is more um, more, you know, putting people in each other's shoes. I think cops need to be coming into neighborhoods, getting to know people, having dinner with people out of uniform, everything else. And I think that there should be opportunity for people to come through police simulation, you know, set up a little trailer that goes around. You know, I was I was in uh, New York um, uh, for the New York State Fair last year. And uh, the Marines had this whole like trailer that people could come through and kind of get to see this simulation of what a Marine might go through, you know, and just to educate people to realize that, you know, these these cops are making. And again, there's obviously there's bad actors out there, but they're making really difficult situations in the moment. And I I just think, you know, it's a man, you know, we all make those tough decisions uh, and we all make tough decisions in our jobs all the time, but they're not life and death these guys have to make those decisions and their life and death decisions. And it's really easy to judge, you know, after the fact, you know, when you're not there.
1: Well, and you know, when you're living in this, in this culture where it's all about we're all of us, you know, we're on our phones, we're all about ourselves, you know, and it's like, we're only thinking about our feelings, our experiences. And to what you just said, this is so complex and we have got to be so careful. And I feel like I even have to be careful saying this, what we attribute to, a broader issue a broader problem what we when an event happens our tendency is to seize on it and say it's part of something else and it might be but it might not be right we weren't there we don't know and and when we're talking about something that's so complex you're talking about chris that timeline you took us through a lot of things could have happened during that time a lot of feelings emotions that caused people to react mm-hmm. we do not know we were not there and so to go out and say things so definitively I just, I'm always cautious about that. And I think we need to be. And we also need to be praying for this country. I mean, my goodness. And, you know, praying for Biden and Trump. One of them yeah. is going to be president, yeah. right? And I in think. In theory. In, the, yes, in theory. 2020. Left, yes. In theory.
2: Don't discount uh, few or Kanye. Still Kanye. Yeah. Oh. Kanye. Yeah. Nancy's trying to work her way in there, it seems. Oh. You know, uh, oh. so um, and, 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 and- Go Speaking ahead. of people, we need to pray for, right? I <laughs> so we-
0: I, I wanted to say, I wanted, I wanted to pile on what Billy said because I totally agree, and that is we we need to be praying for people, but it's it's more than just. So many of us are, are the the goal that we have in our prayers when it comes to this is just make the chaos stop, right? right. And it's and like that is something that. we we yeah. do want we yep. do want the chaos to stop. We want there to be you know non chaos, right? Non you know you want there to be peace. That is definitely something we should pray for because. The, the enemy loves chaos. That's what he wants, right? The dis- death and destruction. That's what he wants. I'm frankly surprised there have not been more shootings. I, I, I figured by, yeah, I, I I figured by about time we get still, to this you know, point, it's it's yeah. a scary thing. I, I'm su- surprised there have not been more shootings of cops. I'm surprised there hasn't been more shooting of protesters, shooting protests, whatever. I'm, I'm I'm surprised by that. But the thing that we should be praying for, and I was speaking on this at my church. The thing that we should be praying for is the changing of hearts and minds of the people because that will bring about a lasting place. It isn't just enough. I want If I have a dog and I want him to stop biting, I can put a muzzle on him, right? And guess what? Stop biting. My yep. goal, though, is to change the attitude of the dog, the temperament of the dog, how the dog reacts to situations so that he yeah. can be without a muzzle and not bite. It's the same thing well, with us, yeah. right? And so that's ultimately, if your go- if if your goal is simply, I just don't want chaos, then you're not you're not praying ultimately for the for the bigger picture. That's not but, and that's you know, what Christ came for.
1: But and that's the thing. We we have this conversation all the time. We don't need to belabor this, but I just want to make this point. You know, when you talk to atheists and others and those who are apathetic to faith and you have the conversation about the more society moves away from God and you know, if you start to actually break that down and you look at the stats and the numbers, we've talked about this 9% of the country is cracking open a Bible every day to read it. I mean, yeah. it's it's appalling yeah. and yet this is the end effect of the disconnect at the individual level is the collective disconnect in chaos. And you know, it's like, I don't know. Do you need an airplane to fly over your house with the message? Like this is pretty clear what is happening. And I think unless we get ourselves back together, get our acts together individually, to your point, we are not going to fix this problem. And at the end of the day, we may never be able to turn this back. We don't know what's going to happen and what's meant to happen, but what We do know is we're still called to reach people in this, and so that's what we need to be doing no matter what's happening in the broader culture.
0: Okay, so now, 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 now we can get back onto the ridiculous. Lucas, you're going to introduce someone we should be praying for,
2: yes. Yeah, so, we there was uh, uh, was this TikTok that this yeah, came out TikTok on video? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't
1: watch TikTok, but yeah, apparently,
2: uh, I, it was on TikTok, yeah, and um. Uh, There is a young gal and I will say that, you know, there's uh, she's she's kind of smart about some things because the fact that she even says the name, you know, Pythagoras is something. Right. And so it is. um, But she has a theory and she is kind of a uh, we're going to call her a she's like a new wave philosopher and she's got a theory that math is not real. There we go.
4: I was just doing my makeup for work, and I just wanted to tell you guys about how I don't think math is real. And I know that, like, it's real because we all, like, learn it in school or whatever. But who came up with this concept? And you're like, Pythagoras. But how? How did he come up with this? He was living in, like, the... I don't know, whenever he was living. But it was not now where you can, like, have technology and stuff, you know? Like, he didn't even have plumbing. And he was, like... Let me worry about y equals mx plus b. Which, first of all, how would you even figure that out? How would you, like, start on the concept of algebra? Like, what did you need it for? You know? Because, like, I get, like, addition. Like, hey, if I take two apples and then add three, it's five, you know? But how would you come up with the concept of, like, algebra? Because what would you need it for? You know what I mean? Like, what would you need it for back then? You didn't need it. So why would you come up with it? I don't think math is real. Pythagoras, like he didn't even have plumbing.
0: So pulled those. (laughs) So Uh. I think I get her point, but it is hysterical and fun to mock because it is so. It's like and this and that, because she has a second a second TikTok that comes out to clarify because she didn't know this was going to go viral.
1: I bet she has a progressive pen pal. <laughs> um yeah she's definitely part of the pro- no I want
2: to I want to say this because I I geek out on you know philosophy history and most people think of Pythagoras as a um as Pythagoras. a mathematician which he was to a degree but he was really a philosopher Pythagoras. and <laughs> he Pythagoras. actually had a cult <laughs> that existed around numbers yes wait yeah, wait wait he, no, I don't I don't know pray, this I don't know he this pr- he prayed to the number 10. No. And yeah, he did. And this is this is one of my favorite parts of the story. He was he was a weird, he was a weird dude. He it is said there is a rumor that he killed one of his disciples in this cult. Um Wait, who num- discovered but if, irrational numbers because so- it disproved one of his theories. And so he was so against, like, he didn't want anybody to find out that he'd been proved wrong. And so it's said that he drowned this guy. Is this, uh, true? Is this true? I mean, is this this is true?
0: Yeah.
1: He allegedly nev- practiced divination and stuff, too. Yeah. yeah was, so,
0: I mean, yeah. he was like, it was, like water uh, witching. So or are you, what are you talking about? Div- I mean, what so I've ne- I, I have not like heard communicating so how, with the dead. Okay, but how do, you, and, how do you and also how do you prophetic. how do you how do you have a cult of numbers? I don't understand. What does that mean? How do you have a
1: cult of anything? What does you that can mean? Build any, a Cult <laughs> into anything. I mean, oh wait, I have a great
2: quote here. I just found it. Okay, one of <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of his strange. He, he had all these rules. Okay, one of his strangest rules was that his followers were never allowed to touch fava beans. Beans, he taught, took away a piece of the soul. They are flatulent. Was it quote, the gas? Oh, I knew it. He explained, it. when that gas came out, it would partake most of the breath of life.
1: <laughs> I mean, it was—it's more likely to deprive others of the breath of life.
4: But okay,
1: so basically, they
2: say. So yeah,
4: he—that's he, <laughs> amazing. How did you do that? I don't. I don't get it.
2: It's but so,
0: but so okay. So if you great. have a cult, if you have a cult of numbers, what is the what is the object of your I mean, what is the? He what are you that, worshiping? You know, so,
2: so these guys were. He was part of a group that was known as. Um, this is where the Church Boys gets a little educational. Oh, he was as Billy yawned. I
1: yawned. I literally <laughs> yawned,
2: zoning out. He, he was part of a group known as a uh, pre-Socratic philosopher, and he was like there was two different branches. He oh was the God, Ionian so branch, and he um they had all these different views. Like one guy believed that all of like all of life came from water another guy believed that all of life came from air and you know pythagoras believed that all of life came from numbers and that numbers was the backbone to everything that existed and so it was like the highest form so thus is why he believed that 10 was a perfect number and he prayed to it and all this weird weird stuff really but he developed the packet you know the theorem that we all hold today
0: right
1: so, i mean do you hear yourself right that is now? So, I
2: do. I do. I love it.
0: That is so... I've never heard any of this about him. All I ever understood was A squared plus B squared equals C squared. I mean, I didn't right. know anything about the guy himself.
2: And
1: understood is a liberal understanding of what you think you understood. So, yeah, you don't... You're, listen, I understand there should be no numbers. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, numbers <laughs> and math are just terrible. And sometimes in my bank account, there are no numbers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There you go. That's what I'm experiencing oh, now with, uh, you know buying a house you just you and run your, your money <laughs> yeah the amazon started getting a little wacky again so I had dude, to, I, had I, to... I, I spent a lot of money on amazon the last two three weeks i'm not gonna lie it's bad oh, i yeah. mean it's uh, i'm gonna end up being a garbage person by the time it's over so is the house i'm gonna live in a garbage so is the house still coming together then um Yeah, we have Have a closing date of September 11th, which uh, is a great good luck date on September 11th.
0: Is that going to be, are you going to be able to move in on the 11th? I mean, is there going to be a, like, the house will be empty and you can just walk right in? It has to
1: legally be, but we'll see because sometimes when you're selling a house, you just decide to make your own rules. Um, But they are supposed to be out of the house on the 11th. The house should be cleaned and ready. But my wife cannot be there because she needs to be in New York teaching. And so we're dealing with legal issues of needing to have a power of attorney so I can sign for her. So that's our current, that is the current situation. We I are, have we never, have a, I've never heard of squatting in a house you're selling. Never heard <laughs> of that before. We are going to get <laughs> September 11th and then we've got movers coming and you know, that stuff is going to be happening pretty quickly. If after. I, that, is, if, that is the
2: day after we record our show, by the way. If, I, on the so 10, if, so. if I,
0: if I hit, if someone had ever said to me, if someone had ever said to me, This is a situation where someone is selling a house and the people selling it are squatting in the house. There's only one person in the world that I would say it happened to that person, and you're you're, you're the <laughs> only one. You are the only person to whom that would happen.
1: It would. I. I honestly, there are days when I'm like, I just need to write a book about stupid things because that my life is filled like, well, it's with like stupid things.
0: 2020, everybody's cursing 2020, and Billy's going, "This is a normal year."
1: It's, <laughs> it's been a better than normal year for me. <laughs> um, like, I'm I not not even joking, things I improving, time. you know. Think Chris knows, like I have the craziest stuff happen. <laughs> I do. Numbers are bad person woman i'm good after that i can't remember the rest of them
2: person woman man camera tv
3: (laughs) so proud of himself the church boys don't tell anybody i told you this
4: pythagoras like he didn't even have plumbing i don't think math is real